You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters. Well, we're going to talk about the New York Jets. Yesterday I did a video because... Well, Troy Aikman absolutely obliterated the Jets and, of course, their offensive performance. And really, the entire team on Monday Night Football, they took a really, really bad loss. A game I thought they would win, frankly. I did. I thought they would win. I thought special teams, great defense. Zach Wilson would make enough plays. He was a dumpster fire. He was awful. And then it took me back, of course, I think the same day, Carson Wentz gets signed by the Rams, and I'm like, you know, I said this the night that uh, I think Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I made that video, and I was like, there. I assume they'll call Carson Wentz the next day or tonight or something. They never did. Why didn't the Giants call him? Who cares? John Middlecoff did a really good rant about Carson Wentz having not been signed already. It's ridiculous. Well, one thing that caught my attention during that broadcast of Monday Night Football was Troy Aikman said, and I know I did a double take when he said it, he referred to Quentin Williams, who is, Quentin Williams is making a hell of a lot of money, okay? And he's a hell of a good defensive player, and he said flat out, Quentin Quentin Williams referred to, was being used as a decoy. Except, and this makes Troy Aikman look really bad if this is true, Quentin Williams is coming out flat out and saying Troy Aikman is a liar. He said, not only did I not tell him that, I didn't even talk to him. Uh, I'm like, what? Troy went on Monday Night Football, and Williams is saying, we never had a conversation, we never had a talk, zero, nothing at all. So... Now, we're going to get to the reaction from that, but let me just set it up because here's when here's what Troy had to say right here. This is awful announcing on their ex. Defenders in the AFC, there's no doubt, and sacks or not, Quinn Williams is having an impact on games and the pressure that he's able to get and the double teams that he attracts, and he opens things up for all of these other players, so... Quinnen Williams, he keeps telling Robert Sala and, and Jeff Ulbrich they got to come up with, with some ways to give him some single opportunities so he can get some sacks. He says he's the highest paid decoy in football. Here's a- he says, he says, he flat comes out and says, he says he's the highest paid uh, 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 decoy in all of football. And it's like, well, that's sort of interesting now that we're hearing what we're hearing. And let's get to this. At a midweek press conference, Williams addressed Aikman's comments. Quote, I've seen something like Troy Aikman said. I said something about being a decoy. Williams said, quote, I never said that. Like, I never talked to Troy Aikman. I never said that to Troy Aikman. Like, I don't know where he got that from. Like it never came out of my mouth that I was the highest paid decoy or something like that. He said on Monday night or something like that. So I never said that. Like I never talked to him before the game. Uh Uh-oh. I never alluded to that. Like it's never come out of my, been out of my mouth. 
like I never had a conversation with him at all. He's just coming out and saying he didn't talk to Troy. And Troy made it pretty clear that that was a quote from Quinn and Williams. So to hear him say that, I said that, is kind of like upsetting that he would lie on me, on my, on, I guess on me like that, or say that I said that's so kind of weird to me. But Aikman never said Williams said this directly to Aikman. It's possible that Saler or Ulbrich or somebody else shared the characterization with Aikman. No. Let, hold on now. Let's go back. These other players. So, Quentin Williams, he keeps telling Robert Sala and, and Jeff Ulbrich, they got to come up with, with some ways to give him some single opportunities so he can get some sacks. He says he's the highest paid decoy in football. Here's- okay, so the question is, who said that? Williams, Sala, Ulbrich? Man, that is... um. That's pretty wild. By the way, Williams, I mean, he is a true monster, monster coming from the defensive side of the ball, and he's one of the reasons why their defense is absolutely one of the best in the league. But that's not a good look for Troy Aikman if nobody actually said that exact quote because the problem is Troy literally says, he says, he says. If he'd have just rolled through it and not said the he says part, he would have been fine. It does sound like Troy heard it from Williams, is is how Troy put it. But earlier, about a sentence earlier, he said something about Sala and Ulbrich. So I'm wondering, did that come from one of the two coaches? I mean, if if Troy Aikman just randomly came up with that and didn't actually hear it because he said it that that it was a quote then that's, that's a really terrible look for a guy that I, I really, really like how he calls games. I got a lot of respect for. I like Troy all the way around. I do. I like Troy more as a as a, as a a NFL analyst than I ever did as a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. You know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I'm just saying. I'm being honest. But that's a really, really bad look. If uh, And it's one of the reasons why people don't love the media too much and are watching channels like this because of crap like that. If, if he is saying that Williams said it and Williams is saying, not only did I not say it, I never even talked to Troy Aikman, that's a really bad look. Now, keep in mind, before they have these games, the week leading up, these Look, Aikman and Buck sat down with various members of the team and the coaching staff, and you can guarantee they sat down with Robert Sala and, and Jeff Ulbrich. Okay, they're going to always sit down with the offensive, defensive coordinators and the head coach, and maybe some assistant coaches and usually some players. Um, so I'm starting to think maybe this is more of it came from Sala, it came from Ulbrich, and when Aikman said it, there was some confusion about whether or not Williams said it. The media took it as Williams said it. And yeah, you can see it got back to Williams. So this leads us over to a conspiracy theory that's developed about Zach Wilson. We talked about the fact, why the hell didn't the brass, looking at you, Joe Douglas, you know, 
why didn't you sign uh, Carson Wentz, get another quarterback in there? I'm not talking Trevor Simeon, although Trevor Simeon should have been on the field the other night. Um, and it's bringing up conspiracy theories about whether or not Robert Sala, who's saying that he's sticking with Zach Wilson still, some people are beginning to believe that this is a demand from Joe Douglas or somebody in the front office that Zach Wilson stays on the field. Sala's having to come out and deny it now. The Jets, according to head coach Robert Sala, aren't receiving demands from the front office to keep playing Wilson despite a poor offense. They're lockstep with the decision. Are you? And as Wilson nears the one-year anniversary of Sala benching him from Mike White, Yazoma uh, 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 has sensed growth from Wilson in a situation like that. And, and they're talking about a throw that was made uh, to CJ and it wasn't caught or it was a bad throw, some crap like that. Quote, I think he's in the huddle, he's in the pocket. When he's saying stuff to us, he's a completely different person than he was last year, Yazoma said. Sala reiterated Wednesday that the Jets don't plan to give Tim Bull or Trevor Simeon first-team practice reps. Why not? Why not? He also said Wilson has put the Jets in position to win games, citing the Giants, the Broncos, and the Eagles games. He made some very big throws during the Eagles game. He did. We're on the same page with Wilson starting, Sala said. So any conspiracy theories that might be out there, we're on the same page. So he's saying, look, um, they're not going to hit the panic button. They're not going to just yank Zach. What do you got to lose? I mean, I know PFF's got him, I think, as um, the number 30 out of 36 potential quarterbacks in all of football in quarterback grades right now. I mean, Tim Bull, give him a shot. You know, I mean, if nothing else, to re-energize the fan base because the fan base is on full-blown panic, and I don't blame them. All the while, they're thinking, Jesus, can we just get to Aaron Rodgers? Can we get back to Aaron Rodgers? You know, can this team be 500 when Aaron Rodgers comes back, if he does come back during the year? You know, I mean, it's just so stagnant, and it's stale, and part of it is... And, and the Patriots are suffering from this. The offense is hard to watch, and it's boring, and it makes you want to rip your eyeballs out. And, and that's part of it. I mean, there's there's no watchability to the offense, which makes it so much worse. All right? It'd be one thing if you had Mike White out there, and you at least knew Mike White could bring you up and down the field and make some 20-yard throws and some 30-yard throws yeah, he might throw two picks, but by God, he's slinging for 350 yards. I mean, you know, it makes Mike White made the games completely, completely interesting. You know, the other thing we haven't brought up is this is basically the same team that shit all over Zach Wilson last year wearing Mike White shirts. These are the same teammates and all of that. I mean, a lot of people haven't forgotten about that. Do you think the defense would like to see another quarterback be given a shot because they're out there on the field killing themselves all the time? Now, the defense might like to see something. Can you get some first downs? Can you convert a first down? The defense is wore out. And then that what happens last uh, the other night happens. 
It's crazy. It's hard to it's hard to watch them on offense. It really is. So anyway, now back to Troy real fast. You know, if if Troy just made that shit up out of out of the thin air, which I kind of find hard to believe, if he did, it's a terrible look. But if he heard it from one of the coaches or or Ulbrich, Sala, one of the coaches and or Aikman need to come out and say, look, I need to clarify, it came from the coaches. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Because as of right now, Quinn Williams is saying, Troy Aikman is a liar. Liar. Peace, I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.